Okay, everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Dr. John Duffy. Um, I'm glad you're here, and I really sincerely appreciate you protecting some time uh, to spend with me um, here today and anytime you're listening um, to the podcast. Uh, I've had an interesting couple of weeks in my office, in my practice. Um, I've noticed that I've worked with an uncanny number of mothers and daughters together of varying ages, mothers um, who are around 70 with their 50-year-old daughters, uh, mothers in their 40s with their teenage daughters, and a couple of ages in between. And, uh, and that's been going on for the last couple of weeks that I've noticed. And, um, and certainly, I work with more um, moms than dads. And so I, I can't say it's altogether unusual, but it's really um, had my attention um, for sure the last, the last couple of weeks. And what I've noticed is um, when I get a mother and daughter, regardless of age, regardless of the situation or the conflict that they're dealing with in my office, there's this interesting phenomenon that happens. Um, there is typically yelling. I mean yelling where I'm a little worried that on the other side of my wall where there's another therapist working that she may be disrupted. <laughs> um, so there's yelling. There's crying most of the time. I think every session that I can think of in the last few weeks, there has been crying. There's been screaming. Daughters getting their feet up on the couch. They're facing their mom. Don't you understand that I am having a difficult time here and I'm trying my best and, you know, I'm anxious and I need your help and I need you to understand what's going on with me. And mothers kind of coming back at their daughters with some of the same and, you know, like, you know, you don't understand me either. Or, um, you know, uh, you don't know what it's like to be a mother, and there, but there's emotion, and it's big, and it's intense, and one would think that for a therapist, especially listening, I always picture like, what's it like to listen outside my door? You know, if you, you can't hear the words because there are these sound machines, but you know, you can hear that there is a racket going on, and I would think if you're passing by, you're thinking, oof, that poor therapist, man. He's got it going on bad right now, and there's a big, big family problem going on in there right now. But in these sessions, and I'm just going to be completely transparent with you here, when I hear mothers and daughters going at it, yelling at each other, kind of top of the lungs things, crying, I think this is awesome. <laughs> that's, that's the God's honest truth. I think this is amazing, man. So much emotion is being expressed here. So much is getting out. So much of the anxiety that I talk about on this podcast, that people talk about, that you know, people suffer over, is just, is just getting out there into the ether. And these relationships are changing in really genuine ways, that they're, they're growing together and they're learning about each other and they're, they're listening as best they can. And sometimes they're screaming over each other, but there's a connection happening. They're available to one another. Or if they're not, they're trying. By and large, they're trying. So there's this like lively atmosphere. Um, it's a circus. It's, it's, um, it's something I, I can't contain. And frankly, I typically don't have to because it takes care of itself. At the end of an hour, or in some cases, two, um, typically these women and girls get up and effectively are like, okay, John, uh, thanks so much. We're going to go. Um, take care. We'll see you next time. You know, and they seem okay. They're fine because they've they've let it go. They've emoted. They've done their screaming. They've done their explaining to one another. They've really had it out. And but but mostly they've 
emoted. And I think allowing yourself to like free flow that emotion, man, to just let it out, to scream at the top of your lungs once in a while, feels so good, is such the right thing to do that some of your anxiety is offloaded. It's eliminated. You know, it's just, it, it, it's out of you and into the ether. And I, let me compare that just for a moment to the one session I've had in the last couple of weeks with a father and a son. Um, the way my office is set up, it's kind of a typical therapy office. So I've got my chair and it's across from a broad, long couch. And the couch is long just in case I get a big family in there and you know I need four people to be able to sit across it. It's, it's, it's broad enough for four, five if we're real close, you know? Um, so father and son come in. They sit as far apart on the couch as two people can reasonably sit. So there are arms on the far side and they're effectively on the arms. Each, each one is on an armrest, you know? So there's what, four feet, let's say, between them. Um, this is never true, by the way, with mothers and daughters. Mothers and daughters are touching each other. They're, <laughs> they're um, all but right abutting each other often, you know, a lot of the time. Um, but these, uh, this particular father and son were all the way apart from one another. And they were kind of properly seated like guys are. Dad had his legs crossed, um, not, not at the ankles, not crossed all the ways, but, you know, ankle to knee kind of thing. <laughs> um, and son had his feet planted on the ground, and they're fa facing ahead. Um, mothers and daughters typically don't face ahead. They face each other. They're working on each other. I'm not the most relevant part of the situation. But, but dad and son, they're looking at me. They're talking to me. Even when they're talking to each other, their, their eye contact is with me, um, curiously enough. So just to give you a visual there. And, um, and in this particular session, it started with dad saying, um, well, um, son, it, it makes me crazy, by the way, when dads call their boys son, um, but it happened. Well, son, um, I've looked at the portal, and it would appear that your history grade is failing a bit and that you've missed a couple of assignments. I think we should talk about that tonight. And then the son kind of says, you know, yeah, well, the portal's not always updated, so, you know, uh, I, I might have missed something, but I don't think so, whatever, you know. And, um, and then dad kind of properly says, you know, well, even if that one is incorrect, there are some grades that we're missing, um, and I can tell that you're not spending enough time on your homework for a sophomore in high school, so we should work this through. You know, you're going to need to spend more time and the tone is sober and somber, and um, nobody's completely checked in or bought into the process, and certainly nobody's emoting anything, so the hour feels tense. It doesn't feel particularly useful. It doesn't feel like we're connecting. In fact, you can imagine that just the way I introduced that, think about a 16-year-old boy, and think about that idea, you know, well, I've checked the portal, how quickly does a kid check out? How quickly is he like, you know, yeah, whatever, I'm not listening to this, whatever, I'll, I'll wait this hour out because I probably get something out of it. Maybe I got a set of car keys so I can get out of here tonight. Um, but is he really invested in that session? No, you know, there's no emotion exchanged. And, um, and, and there was some intervention that I did late in that hour, but had I not, and there have been some where I haven't, father and son leave just like they walked in. You know, um, uptight, tense, 
carrying all the anxiety they walked in with. And the contrast is something I just couldn't um, ignore any longer. Um, there is something, there, there's an absolute gender divide here. And women emote and it works for them. Women and girls emote and women model this for their daughters because I see it. I see it happening before my eyes. Um, and, and it's super healthy. Is it healthy every moment of every day? No, but they don't do it every moment of every day. But is it healthy once in a while just to let it out and to feel something and to express it out loud? And, you know, I'll tell you, man, I would have killed <laughs> for this father and this son to go off on each other, to swear at each other, to, you know, face each other and you really get into it. And it just hardly ever happens. So we guys, man, we have this lesson to learn, I think, from women because I think we carry a whole lot of anxiety because there are certain ways that we're supposed to be as boys and as men, you know? Um, and I say it pretty frequently and I mean it. I think in that regard, we're losing and we're, we're, we're ill-defining the term masculinity somehow because... It's not like we gain anything from that. You know, they spent a couple hundred bucks in that hour anyway. You know, they may as well have gotten something out of it and connected, been available to one another, um, and actually gotten rid of some of their undue anxiety with a little registered trademark after it um, so that they could move on with their lives, you know, and, and, and feel a little less tension in their shoulders, a little more connected to one another. Like they can actually have the conversation they intended to have without being disconnected, really listening to one another. Because mothers and daughters, man, when I talk about them, they're listening. They're really listening and hearing each other out. They might not like what the other has to say, but they hear it and they want to be understood. So they communicate and they communicate really well and really thoroughly. Um, this, this dad and this son, and a lot of dads and sons that I work with, they communicate, um, they speak words, and the words are logical and intellectual and clean and emotion-free. And emotion is what is missing from our masculine language, and it needs to be infused in there because if it's not, then we never really get it out. We never get that that anxiety release that we all so desperately need. And, um, and so this is a clarion call. I didn't know how this podcast, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know how this podcast was going to go. I thought it was going to be just applauding mothers and daughters, but I think uh, as much as anything, this is a clarion call for we guys, we boys and we men um, to let it out once in a while, fall apart once in a while. Don't just keep it together. The value of that. Um, is, is overstated, you know? There isn't that much value in keeping it together all the time because sometimes things just suck and we want to say so. Sometimes we want to scream because we feel misunderstood. And once in a while, we should do that, you know? So um, to mothers and daughters, cheers to you. Keep doing that on occasion. Take an hour a week. You don't have to be in front of a therapist to do it. I'm... I'm not always relevant to these discussions. <laughs> I'm not always necessary. You guys are pretty good at doing that. But mothers, connect with your daughters. Reach out to them. Talk to them. Fathers, do the same with your sons. And if there's some emotional interplay there, don't shut that down. 
And at some point, we'll get to crossing the generations so that fathers can talk to daughters and mothers can talk to sons because that is imperative and so important as well. But for now, for this purpose of this podcast, let's just stick with that. Let's stick with that. Communicate and communicate fully. That means some emotional communication, period. And there is going to be less anxiety in your family. The way those men walked out of my office is the same way they walked in and not one set of mothers and daughters walked out of my office feeling the same. Something transformed. Allow the transformation. Okay, thank you for entertaining my little rant here. Um, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, liveleadplay.com, which is affiliated with IPAC Coaching School, of which I am a graduate, and WGN+. Plus. Um, on my website, drjohnduffy.com, I have a free parenting program. It's video, it's free, it's cool, it's easy to follow, laid back, and I encourage you to check it out. If you are the parent of a teen, tween, or somebody younger, or somebody older, it will help you, I promise you. Um, if you have ideas for this podcast, or you or somebody you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, please email me at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Um, as always, thank you for listening. 